0: Hello and welcome again to another episode of BNI, the Australian Story podcast. My name is Brent Edwards, Executive Director of b i Melbourne South and your host for today. I am usually joined by Veronica Marto, but she's still studying herself in Bali, I think. Uh, so um, she's not quite into the podcast. Hopefully we've got her back for next episode. Uh, so big things happening in the BNI world at the moment. I've just come off a training session with new leadership teams. Uh, for new members we uh, we do change over the leadership teams every six months, and we give people an opportunity to lead their chapter. And what we find with people in the leadership teams, if, they, uh, if they're doing it well and they're well-trained, uh, it helps their visibility, credibility, and helps them actually get more referrals. So uh, if you're coming into a leadership team position, we ask you, hey, great... Um, Go and do your training, go and learn what it's about, and uh, make sure you actually know what you're doing before you go into there so you can gain that credibility. And for those people coming out of Leadership Team Spots in a couple of weeks' time, we thank you for your service over the last six or 12 months that you've been in. Just before we get on to our feature interview for today, I'd like to thank BNI Australia for their ongoing support. And... um, Keep keep a look out for the promotions for the BNI National Conference next year, twenty fourth of May in Cairns. We are all looking to uh, looking forward to going there. Uh, I think we've got from what I heard the other day, we've got an unprecedented amount of speaker submissions for that conference so it should be a great one and the venue's been announced which is the uh, the Reef Casino in Cairns for that so that should be great so look out for that and we hope to see everyone there and plan for a nice few days in the sun up there either side of it as well. So as usual we're bringing you great stories from across B&I Australia and this one is an absolute ripper and on the other end of the line I have Jace Pearson from Pearson Automotive, and uh, he takes up the category of automotive service and repairs in BNI Leaders West End in Queensland. Jace, welcome to BNI, the Australian Story Podcast. G'day,
1: Brent. How are you going? And uh, thanks for
0: having me on. No worries. Uh, tell our listeners, how long have you been in BNI now? I think it's about four and a half years.
1: I think
0: it'll be five years in March coming. Five years in March. Excellent. And um, You've got a really interesting story about how it came about that you were in B&I. So, um, you were actually put onto B&I by your manager in your uh, in your workshop.
1: Yeah, correct. About 10 years ago, I decided I needed a manager. Um, I was doing too much in the business. So, I poached a guy from another shop, did a few interviews with him, and when he came on board, he was like, we've got to get into this networking And I was pretty much, made. I I don't really, it's not for me. If you want to do it, that's great. I like your ideas you're bringing to the team. So, um, yeah, let's get involved and let's do it. So uh, he told me it was B&I. So I paid the membership and put him in. And I think he lasted about two years, from memory. (laughs)
0: Lasted about two years. Um, Now, at first, though, um, the the real story behind this was, um, uh, well, who actually put him, so he actually came from, I'll double back a little bit here. Yeah. So he actually came back from uh he was in BNI previously in another yeah. workshop or in yeah, another from? workshop.
1: Yep, one of my uh, uh oppositions in the area. He was uh, doing networking with them. Uh, and he said it was quite successful. And um yeah, so I'm like, "Yep, yeah, let's give it a crack. I'm I'm all for trying something new." i obviously first 20 years of business I've been doing it my way. So now is the time to do it a little bit differently. Put on a manager and and come with fresh and new ideas to to rebuild the team.
0: Now, the chapter was enfolded. Uh, can you tell us yeah. a little bit about that? Um, just not sure. It was
1: probably it was poorly run. Um, not sure that they had the right people in the right areas, which I think is important and it doesn't matter what business you're in. And, um, yeah, pretty much there was a lot of uh, conquer and divide, I suppose. And then, yeah, the, the within, a, within about two years it just dissolved and I left a pretty uh, ordinary exit interview. They were talking about diamond growth with it originally. They were trying to tell me that, my staff member couldn't have holidays through this period and all sorts of things. And I'm like, who is this organization? And
0: oh, why wow. are they
1: me what I can do with my staff member? So, yeah, I left a pretty uh, pre ordinary <laughs> exit uh, email uh, to say the least. But, um, yeah, and as you'll find out a bit later, we'll, we'll see how that all unfolds. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, you've ended up as a member, though, from all this. How long was the break in between coming back?
1: Uh, probably about three years, I reckon I would have thought. Um, and I still do work for some members that used to be in that chapter. Now, 10 years later, they still come to us. So that's a credit to BNI and building relationships. And even uh, some of those members have joined other chapters since um, and probably on my advice. And they often thought there was absolutely no way they'd ever see me in BNI
0: at all. So they were very surprised. So who's the person we need to thank to get you back the second time around? Um, I'm I think he's just rejoined
1: B I again because he was our vice president of our chapter at the time uh Graham sinclair um and yeah so I think um yeah he got me back in he he hounded me he was one of my clients actually and he was hounding and hounding and hounding and I'm just like no nah, it's not for me it's not for us we've tried it it's terrible I'm uh, <laughs> not understanding the concept and even I said to Dan if you're interested you can go along and he's like no nah, don't want to had a bad experience don't want to do this again So, um, yeah, after a while, uh, I buckled. He got me at a a low moment. I think it was 1 January. I think Dan was on holidays and and Graham was in as a client. And he's like, come on, you said you'd come along. I said, right, invite me. When Dan's back, invite me along and we'll come along another week.
0: Now, in that that particular meeting, you were very um, circumspect about... Uh arrogant, circumspect, about yeah. being involved in, in B&I from the feedback you gave us. So so uh, can you tell the listeners what you were actually doing on the trade sheet at that meeting?
1: Yeah, I can. Um, so I pulled out the trade sheet and first impressions, I've got a view that first impressions are exactly that and can't be changed. So I was judging people on not only what they wore and their appearance, but also the way they spoke and presented in their 45, 60-second infomercial. And I would often just either put a tick beside a name or I'd draw a line through a name. Um, tick meaning that I could have a beer or a coffee with them. They seemed like they were approachable and a bit of fun. The line through the name was first impressions were terrible. Um, there's absolutely no way there was any synergies with this person that I'd be keen to have a beer or a, or a coffee with. So, yes, it was quite arrogant. Um, but I think first impressions are quite important.
0: So you so, did yeah, end up rejoining. Yeah. And what was the catalyst involved with
1: um, the first meeting I had, I uh, met a lawyer, commercial lawyer, sat beside him, actually. Um, he impressed me with, with everything that was about the way he presented, the way he spoke. Um, we actually hit it off pretty well. He wasn't your typical lawyer. Uh, and actually, who's no longer with us, but there was an electrician in the group who was very um, welcoming, uh, made you feel you know, like you were part of the, the group already. So I decided to come a second week. I hadn't actually signed up at that stage, but I thought I'd come along the second week and have another another visit and get Graham another stat. So I thought I was helping him rather than him helping me. So once again, quite arrogant.
0: And um, so, so you made the you made feel welcome by uh, by those people in the group. Was anything in the meeting that you thought was different? Was that your first experience going back there, or because yeah, you actually had your manager do it yeah. before you? And so, so what did you, what started to click? I'm really interested in what started to click because you were yeah. a total. Detractor from the two years you managed 100
1: there was no chance I was joining um and then I kind of worked out that this could possibly work for us with the right um building relationships was was one of the things that I could see that these people had already done in the room um which helped them do a lot of business there was a lot of business and, and numbers spoken about that day and I kind of sat back and worked out that I'd never given my manager the time to actually build those relationships in the chapter that he was in um to the point of once again, being quite arrogant, I was like, you know, I'm paying you to be here to run my shop. Why am I under the bonnet answering phones while you're all up having breakfast and, and what seemed like a party while I'm back here working, I'm paying you to to bring, you know, referrals back to the business and it just wasn't happening. But it wasn't happening because I just wasn't allowing him to build the relationships. He'd come back and say to me, look, I've got to do a one-to-one. I go, what is that? Because i have got to go and meet with a client. And I go, well, why don't you? Meet with them here and <laughs> show them what you've got here. And he's like, "Oh, I've got to go and look at their business and learn about their business first. So, so you is,
0: the whole concept, yeah. So you just yeah. you didn't understand the concept. You didn't yeah. get it. You didn't know the why behind a lot of things. And and we see this with managers a lot when they send a staff member along. They pay a membership and they send them along. And they, a couple of weeks later, they say, "Oh, where's all these where's all these referrals?" Yeah. 100%. Oh, how how come you're going out to meet this person on the clock? Or or yeah. how come you you're going to the meeting? Or or how come you're doing these extra this extra education uh that they want you to do? Like, you know, I've seen managers have a problem with a member doing member success program. Oh, yeah. but you know, what are you doing this for? Just, you know, bring in the referrals. I paid for this thing. You should be bringing in referrals. Yeah. And uh should be money for jam, that's what you're thinking. Uh, yeah, absolutely. And and a lot of people don't understand that. And then the uh, the employee who's been sent along gets really disheartened. Um, oh, yeah.
1: And that's exactly what happened with Dan. You know, not not understanding that building relationships in terms build trust. So, you know, I, I wasn't allowing him. I'd, I'd given him enough rope to hang himself, but not enough rope to go out there and enjoy himself and... And sometimes it,
0: sometimes it tends to happen the other way too where people buy a membership. Oh, I'm going to put a staff member in there. They sit the staff, staff member in there and they're virtually a seat warmer to collect referrals and then they don't, because they've got no skin in the game in the business, they're not obliged to really go and buff and beyond in in helping yeah. other people find business, building relationships, Um, you know, getting a return on investment. We see it happen so often. And it's got to a stage where, Some chapters, if someone wants to just plunk an employee in a seat, they've been burnt by that before. They don't want it anymore because they know the outcome and they they know that that person, if they haven't really got skin in the game and as such, they're they're not really going to get what they need from that person as a member, all they're doing is filling a seat. And uh, and they're going to probably have trouble with that member down the track with... um, Meeting KPIs with attendance, uh, et cetera. Um, so you know, with doing the training, et cetera. So um, yeah, you used to do, I believe from what you've said to us, you you used to always come in and say, Oh, he'd walk in and say, Where are your referrals for this week?
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, you could have <laughs> been you've been stressed for the last two hours, phones ringing ringing off the hook, clients dropping off, cars parked everywhere, you're under bonnets, and he just waltzes back in. I go, How'd you meet? Go, yeah, really good. And you go, getting your get referrals this week and you are not. Nah. <laughs> Nothing is worked. And this went on for a few weeks. And I'm just like, what are you doing? You know, what, what am I doing? Why am I sending you to this while I'm here working the way I am?
0: Did, did, a, did he eventually start to get referrals from the group? Yeah, 100%. You know, yeah. um, and, and like I was saying, a couple of those
1: people still shop with us today. So, you know, he, he made probably half a dozen connections in that time. Um, and I'm sure would have made a hell of a lot more if I'd have given him the opportunity. And that was possibly, you know, it was a massive learning curve for me. Um, sitting back with all the training and an education that I've had over the last four years, four and a half years in BNI, to to learn so much. And I often we giggle about it now, and we sit down and we have a beer, and I just go, mate, I, I gave him no
0: opportunity. Yeah. So he's still working. He's still working for you.
1: He'll be uh, January coming. He'll be ten years. Look at that.
0: Oh, wow.
1: <laughs> yeah, there you go. So I can't be too bad to work for. But yeah, no, he, um, yeah, he was. He, he, he does a great job. Otherwise, he wouldn't be working with me. So he's great with people. Great with clients. Um, I just wasn't allowing him to be great with the the people in his
0: network. And the chapter even wanted him to take up a leadership team position, I believe.
1: Oh, they did. Yeah, they were like, um, oh, they want him on the membership committee. And then I'd be like, what does that mean? He goes, oh, I'd have to go to these meetings once a month. And <laughs> yeah, I forget the role that they wanted him to do. But it was, once again, more time out of my business um, that I was paying for. And I'm just like, this isn't working for me. How How is this? You're not getting referrals, but you're wanting more time. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. So- <laughs> yeah, uh that's that's amazing. And it's amazing that you're back in uh second time around now. And um you've you're actually you're well invested in the BNI system because you can see the results yeah. and everything that it's doing. Now, I should actually tell this and one of the reasons we got you on that you have been on 100 points in the traffic lights for 48 months straight. Is this true?
1: Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah. yeah. I, I must admit I I kind of shy away from the stats a little bit. I don't know why. I am a numbers person, but, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's
0: right. Well, that is that is absolutely amazing. We see people, um, you know, hit 100 for one, maybe two, three months, but it's very rare that it's that it's really consistent for that amount of time. Um, yeah. And I know for a fact you know, in our region with uh, 360, 370-odd members, we have 22 members in at a hundred points, you know, this month, but it's usually yeah. around that, you know, 15 to 22, even out of that. And some people are, they'll drop up and down, you know, by five. Yeah, or, sure. But but ma- maintaining a hundred is, um, is unbelievable. So tell us a little bit about that. How, do you have a plan in place to achieve that or, or um, how how are you actually working with running a business? Cause a lot of people go, Oh, well, you're a hundred in the traffic lights. What, what are you doing in your business?
1: Yeah, a lot of people say to me, how do I get so much time for BNI?" and And it's pretty much anything. I suppose less effort is fewer rewards. So, you know, if, you, if you're putting in, obviously, you're getting out. Um, the more you put in, the more you get. So, and I've worked that out over time. Um, it, the fact that Lisa now makes it a, a thing that it's announced that I've X amount of months on 100 points, I think it's now become a challenge for me to see how long I can keep <laughs> that going. Um I possibly didn't care as much at the start, but I suppose as it goes on, you look and think, well, how long can you keep this rolling on for? Um, and to be fair, as arrogant as it sounds, I don't think 100 points is that difficult to achieve. So you know, when you're thinking about it, it's one referral a week, a one-to-one a week, a visitor a month, CUs and so on in attendance, and I'm fairly, I'm really strict on the attendance. I do a little bit of um, work for touring car masters, so there's weekends of the year that I'm away with with um, racing. And I just make sure and I and I stress, I do, I stress that my actual sub is going to show up. So I'll try and find a very, very reliable one every time.
0: Oh and um what you uh with reaching in hundred points, what you actually um and, and it's amazing because you you joined you didn't join second time to grow your business. Your business was already well established. Tell us yeah. why you actually joined a second time.
1: Um, the reason I joined, I was actually, I was looking to take Fridays away from the business a little bit for myself um, and to do that, you need, you know, mates, good mates who can also do the same or, you know, go on a round of golf, start your weekend a bit early, you know, fly into state, whatever that's going to be. But um, I, I probably felt like with the arrogance that I started B&I with originally, um, I felt that I could, I thought it could help me grow as a person, which it's definitely helped me do and it's certainly changed someone who was very set in his ways in the first 20 years of business. Um, I certainly credit Dan coming on board, changing a few things, and then joining BNI, which is through him technically, um, has helped me change as a person, grow as a person. Um, And I've had mates, whether they have passed, whether they move into state, whether it be for business reasons or relationships, whatever. So I was starting to feel like I was running out of people to hang out with on the weekends. So I kind of wanted to go and, you know, Hook it back up with some like minded people, and some of the relationships I've built through BNI leaders um, and BNI itself has been fantastic. Helped me through the floods we had 18 months ago, which I didn't have BNI in my pocket in 2011 when we flooded then for the first time. So I've had a couple to go through in the last couple of years or 12 years. Oh, wow. But yeah, so the relationships I built in BNI were second to none when it came to the floods 18 months ago here in Brisbane.
0: Tell us so, a little bit about little bit more about that about how B and I worked with the floods because uh we did have some people on uh when that happened uh, yep. from you from your area tell us a little bit about that from your perspective
1: um 2011 was difficult um possibly probably the lowest I probably was in my life actually after the floods you sort of it's a meant to be a one in a hundred year um, event um we lost probably over half a million dollars worth of you know cars stock equipment and not really having anyone there to help you rebuild that. The whole street was wiped out in Railway Terrace and Milton. There, so we had um, we had a lot of it where businesses weren't coming back to the area. It was like a ghost town probably for the next five or six years. So wow. you were really re- rebuilding after 2011. I reckon I probably ran at 45, 50% capacity for probably about five or six years just to rebuild and rebuild. Insurance, we had a broker at the time that walked away from us, um, pretty much folded their business and went away. Um, so insurance didn't help us out in that stage. We, we were insured, but, but with the specific wording, uh, apparently we weren't. So, yeah, it was just a massive rebuild. But then when we flooded uh, last year, I think it was 2021, two, I can't remember now, about 18 months ago. Anyway, um, being in BNI and and the, the relationships that I'd built, um, to give you a quick story, uh, I'm an ambassador for another group and I'd only met this guy once. Um Anyway, he uh, he was the first person on my doorstep the next day after the floods had sort of we were allowed back in. And I'd only met the guy for, well, one meeting. We had breakfast afterwards. And yeah, he was um, electrician, air conditioning guy from another chapter, uh, literally on my doorstep with a coffee the morning we were allowed to go in and said, man, is there anything I can do? And I said, actually, there is. Can you disconnect this hot water system so we can drag it out? And he did. So, wow. you know, and just the support, even with my network, our chapter, everyone's sort of helped everybody. Along the way, and it's
0: certainly been way easier to get past this last flood than the one before. Yeah, oh, it's it never uh, ceases to amaze me how, um, because you've got this relationship with BNI members, you know, in these groups, how they, yeah, you know, because you've got that relationship, they they're there prepared to go above and beyond. Yeah. Even if you like, even if they don't know you all that well, they're always there to, to help you through that. Also, yeah, I think
1: we all we all feel connected in some kind of way in our in our chapters and and the, the relationships we built through the whole teams and, and whatnot through being on. Yeah, definitely.
0: Now um, you've um, that that experience from being a detractor to coming back, getting out, coming back in, and um, you've actually ended up on the on the director and ambassador team for Lisa Gill.
1: Yeah, 100%. Yeah. In
0: Queensland. So what what, what uh, led to that?
1: Okay. Well, there's a small funny story there in itself. Um, I was running late for one of my meetings and this lady was sitting what I called my chair. I have a tendency to sit in the same spot each week. And I know that's a no-no, but I do. Um, <laughs> so I just moved to stuff around the corner slightly and, and sat down in my spot. And this person unbeknownst to me happened to be Lisa Gill.
0: I did. Don't do that to Lisa. I know Lisa. So
1: anyway, we're sitting there with our trade sheets and she was actually ticking her trade sheet and I found it quite interesting. And then she just tapped me on the arm and said, who's that person? And I'd go, well, that was such and such. She'd write the name down or whatever. She made a mark on her trade sheet and then a couple of people later and she'd do it again. She would tap me on the shoulder and she'd be like, who's that person? And then she did it a third time and I went across and said, you're not listening, are you? Because I was thinking she wasn't listening to their name. And she said, actually, you're not listening because they're not saying their name. So anyway, at the end of the meeting, she's reached out to me and said, um, you know, uh, I'll give you a call after this meeting. And I said, I'm in trouble, aren't I? Once I worked out who she was, she goes, I said, have you got my number? She goes, yeah, I've got your number. So anyway, she'd asked me to be part of her team. Um, And I went for a meeting with her. And and to be fair, um, between her and Chris Pilot, um, I've learned a hell of a lot. And there's probably not much I don't know about B&I and if, it, if it'll be all through those two people there. So credit my success to those two, definitely.
0: And um, it's 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 a great story how you actually uh, how, how we end up there, and and what we learn from being on DNA teams. Also, um, you know, a lot of people think, oh, it's just extra work. But the benefits of the relationships—it's like being in a one. It's like being in a second BNI chapter with the best of the best. Yeah, hundred. Uh,
1: the one She calls us
0: from the region. The one is for sure, yeah. and uh, getting learnings and connections through those, and uh, and having a team you can rely on. And um, you know, it, it's it doesn't feel like extra work. It feels like you're benefit you're benefiting more from the experience than what you're putting into it.
1: Yeah, 100%. You know, the meetings we have with Lisa's, Bratz team and everything are, are, are second to none. And the things you just pick up and learn from that, the connections you make, the referrals you can receive, like you say, it's like a second chapter, meeting once a month.
0: Yeah. So um, you've also become a Gold Club member in that time, so you've also sponsored, obviously, more than six people into the, uh, yeah. Yeah. the organisation.
1: Yeah, I don't know exactly how many, but I think Lisa said last
0: count was 28 or something. And I see you've uh, given 1.8 million dollars worth of closed business during the five years. Also,
1: yeah, I think um, it took me a while to give the first million, but it, once again, you kind of you get awarded or recognised for some of these achievements, and that's probably the proudest badge I've got is giving a one million dollar badge. You know, I'm really pleased with that one, so I kind of figured why why wait at that? Let's see if we can get to two million.
0: Okay, so your region is uh, it must be something to your region they they do a badge when you've
1: I become a one million dollar giver. Yeah, I think it's something that Lisa must have introduced. I'm not too sure, but um, they certainly celebrated and I thought it was a pretty cool thing. Yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, it's a very cool thing to celebrate. Um, so obviously, um, yeah, Lisa Gill's been a bit of an influence in that um, getting, you know, working B&I into your business as well.
1: Definitely. Um, I certainly uh, let a lot of the new members know that when they're joining, that, that once they've done all their training and everything and she openly will do a one-to-one with new members, I highly recommend it because
0: she's one of the most connected people I know. Yeah, so um you obviously say what you uh, put into BNI you get out of it. What what are some of the things uh you recommend with people with in regards to connecting?
1: Um be personable. That's the biggest thing. Um I, I kind of when I first joined BNI, I kind of worked out that Anybody, and I'd often say this, anyone can change your oil on a weekend, they can go to a barbecue, they'll talk about how they've done the breaks, they've watched a YouTube show and whatever they've done and and buggered it up. But (laughs) um, you've just got to give everyone what your point of difference is, whether you're in real estate or lending or anything. You know, there's so many people out there that do exactly what we do. Um, The best thing you can do in your 45 seconds is tell people why you do it better, how you do it better and what you offer that does it better,
0: Um, just make it
1: personal. And then people, if they, you know, it's easier to do business with people you like than it's people you don't like. So and if people are gonna like you, um, the referrals look after themselves.
0: Yeah, and like in your in your industry, you know, everyone's got a car, everyone's got their own mechanic that service it. Correct. So why why should I move um from my mechanic to you? What makes you so special? And having that point of difference and sharing that during the meeting is really key, not just for automotive, but for, For you know, for everything. Absolutely. Because you're not just looking out for people who are using you as a service provider all the time. You want to actually tap into those people using other service providers. Why should they come across?
1: Yeah, exactly. And if you can explain to people what it is that you do differently. Um, and show that you're passionate about what you do. I think that's very important. And the fact that you can be trusted and relied upon.
0: Yeah. We'd like to say sell features, not benefits yes. uh, as well during that also. Um, so um, we always ask, this has been a great chat, chatting to <laughs> you, Jason, and um, it's, uh, it's been a really interesting story. I loved it. Um, but we ask everyone, what would be your tip for a member to achieve success? Uh, within BNI what would be the one thing you'd you'd say hey we and we know there's not one thing in BNI but no, what would you get yeah. people to focus on?
1: Um, the, the, I suppose the one I I always I mean we always talk core values in our meetings every week um, and I believe that if once you're in BNI build the relationships and build them strong and don't just go out there doing 20 you know one-to- ones and, and making them fast. learn about the people, learn about their family, uh, learn about their interests. Um, the amount of people in my chapter over the years, um, whether they've come or gone, have remained friends. And we, we'll go to the footy. Um, we'll have them over for a barbecue. You know, we do things with them. You know, I've been, to, I've been to christenings, all sorts of things. So, you know, I think that's the most important thing you can do is, is a tip for a new member is, is to come on board and just build those relationships and build them strong. So, and be, you know, be genuinely interested in the other person that you're talking to.
0: Excellent, excellent. Great. <laughs> great tip sorry our audio's gone a little bit funny in places today but we will push on jace um one thing we uh, get everyone give everyone the opportunity to do is do their weekly presentation okay, uh well. so would you uh what's what size is your chapter what length do they usually do uh we
1: do 45 seconds uh we've got about i think 32 members with a couple of new apps in this week which is good
0: fantastic so uh jace pearson over to you with your weekly presentation
1: Cheers Brent. Um, Yeah, Jason Pearson Automotive, your friendly mechanic in uh, BNI Leaders West End. My ideal client is someone who's passionate about their cars and values quality service at affordable prices, um, would appreciate attention to detail and have a desire to maintain their vehicle in the best possible condition. Um, I love working with clients who are open to suggestions and willing to collaborate, finding the best solutions for their automotive needs. Um, We're leading the independent workshop in Brisbane and inner city um, and have been for nearly three decades. We got loan cars. We local pickup, delivery, uh, and look after anything from mum and dads to major fleet companies. So if that's the kind of mechanic you require, give us a call at Pearson Automotive in Milton. Ask for Jace, your friendly mechanic.
0: Well done, thank you, Jason. Thank you. We always. We we we're not that high tech that we have a applause a, a track, but we have to do it <laughs> manually, and it's only me today and not V. So, um, uh, Jace Pearson, uh, it's been great to chat today. Thank you for being our guest on BNI the Australian Story podcast. What a great story and what a valuable member you are to uh, BNI Australia and BNI Queensland. Thank you.
1: Cheers, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure.
0: Well that was a uh, great chat with uh, Jason. Uh usually we finish off with uh my tip of the week which uh will be no different today but because we've uh, we've filled up nearly half an hour it was a um it was a great chat um just going through that. But um what I like to cover off t- today is, is members trying to just uh cast a broad net to try and get every sort of referral for their business even if they're not specialists in the area and um, and what they end up doing is actually confusing their their fellow members because they're asking for uh, way too much um, business and not being a specialist in in different areas so uh, I like to just quote Steve Jobs here and he says do not do not try to do everything do one thing well. And think about that when you're actually asking for referrals. What do you do really well? And how can we put that uh, those people in front of you to actually get those referrals? So focus on being specific in asking for the referrals you want. A specialist will always get more referrals than a generalist uh, within BNI. Um, Thank you to uh, Steve, our producer, for uh, putting this all together. And we'd like to – you'll hear from us next time on BNI, the Australian Story podcast. Thank you.